Are you ready to be motivated? motivated? Are you ready to receive some advice on how to live life at the next level? Next level. Well, you are in the right place. For the next few moments, Dr. Sims, America's number one personal development expert, will give tips on how to live a motivated life. He will be interviewing successful people who have tipped the scale of life in their favor. Get your notebooks, get your pens, open your ears, and listen to America's number one personal development expert, Dr. Walter Sims. Hey, Mama. Hey, Jeremiah. Hey, Ashton. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Ms. Vanessa. We have a very special guest in studio. Last minute, we, we checked in with her yesterday. She said, Dr. Sims, anything for you? I'm like, yay! Uh, we met uh, a few years ago in Detroit, Michigan. An awesome woman of God. She's a Christian psychological counselor and therapist. She's an author. She's um, she's um, a, 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 a social media uh, mogul. She just she does a whole lot. I thought I was busy, but anyway, I'm not saying anything yet. I'm gonna bring her on. We're gonna get her on, mic'd up, and ready. Doctor Kim, how are you, Doctor Kim? Praise God. <laughs> Good to see you, Dr. Sims. How are you? I, I, you know, like we were talking a few moments ago, the only way I could be better if, if you and I were related, which we are, <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing well. You know, it's been almost uh, going into five years since Brother Nolan passed away, and you were here with me at that homegoing service, and Miss Vanessa, I treasure the both of you so much. You know, going back almost five years ago, how right. we met on social media, That's right. supporting each other. I was watching your program. I cried out for help. Yeah. And you, Miss Vanessa, Miss Raylene, so many was there with me in the love it. hour. Right? Yeah. And we stayed and we are still together to this day. And I love you. So keeping very busy during the pandemic. Yes, ma'am. Um, the uh, explosion of mental health and the need to help individuals recognize, have awareness, but right. more than anything, accountability. What, and what, what, what focus is. amen, what, so, so that being said, and we're going to segue right into uh, talking about the book, what would you say the, the, the theme of what everybody has kind of gone through during, since the pandemic last year, it's been about a year now, what would okay. you say is the main thing that everybody's going through? Stress, anxiety, depression, Wow. And grief. Wow. The grief, the loss of loved ones, the grief that my life is not normal. What is norm for us now? You know, it's normal. We don't exactly. know what's normal for us anymore. And that has truly changed. So when you look at the dynamics wow. of individuals, and you have to look at them differently because everyone's scope of need is different. That's a good point. That's a good you point. You can't lump everyone together in mental health because you'll get a misdiagnosis. And wow. I'm very careful. When I listen to my patients or clients, what their needs are, so I'm giving the right diagnosis and applying the right type of testing methodology. I'm looking for the right prognosis. Oh, that's so good. That I can diagnose that individual with the right types of tools, goals, objectives, and get them through. And my theme this year I love is it. hope and healing through the pandemic. Because people, have, the challenge has been now, I'm at home with you all day. Your children are home. I don't like you. Come on, I come really, on, dog. Come on, let's be real. Relationships, you know, domestic violence has increased. Wow. You know, divorce, separation, yeah. um, emotional affairs have uh, just 
come out of, you know, well, I'm at home all day on the phone. You don't yeah. know who I'm talking to. What you doing? All right. And so you're looking at all <laughs> come on. the children are grieving. We have a young man, 13, committed suicide My Lord. because he cannot take it to the point of, I can't live like this anymore. I need to be around my friends and go to school. Right. So he said it was better for me to be dead, and he committed suicide. My Lord. So we're looking at all the dynamics, and then elderly parents, you can't visit the way you used to visit. That's in right. nursing homes. So people are grieving, and they can't be there with their loved ones. So we're, we're dealing with all the dynamics of this in mental health, and not just mental health much. It's every day for Dr. It's Kim. It's every, every day. day. It's every day. It's yes. every day. I, you know, and, and that being said, so so the the counselor, the therapist, the author, the the, the coach. What what have you done uh, over the last year to help keep uh, your feet on the ground? What what are some of the things that you've done? Well, I relocated my two beautiful daughters to Los Angeles, Amen. California. Erin um, is doing well. She's in the School of Performing Arts wow. and Theater and Film. She is doing films and going to screening and going to different premieres. She's, you know, understanding the dynamics of what this is going to be like. Right, right. And, and Micah is still working remotely from Huntsville, Alabama uh, with ML6. That's and good. also hosting my co-hosting my Live to Be Well broadcast. So that was a very tremendous experience because it was during the pandemic. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And then from there, I've been writing. I have been uh, working diligently to discover Dr. Kemp. That's good. And understanding my own needs, my own mental health. Uh, went through counseling for grief and dealing with all of that because it's the Bible says, physician, heal thyself. How can I help you yeah. if I am discombobulated? Yeah. I can't do it. And so I have worked diligently working on my clothing line. I've been, you know, I've still been doing speaking engagements, even on Zoom. And, That's awesome. You know, yes, through the Internet. And, That's awesome. Uh, and so I'm still, and one thing that's been a blessing to me has been all my clients and patients. And my business has quadrupled because of this need. Wow. But out of that, being able to help some others, we take the focus off you, you know, and then exercising. That's good. Working out. I went completely vegan, Doc. I'm completely vegan. What? What? I've been vegan now going into four years now. Hey, I'm, I'm, proud, I'm proud of you because that, that's how you were uh, when we went to Detroit at the home going. You were yeah. vegan. And uh, Miss Vanessa and myself, I'm an everything-itarian. <laughs> I'm proud. Hey, hey, I am proud. I applaud you, and and you see the health benefits of that, right? Yes, I do. You know, maintaining my good weight level, um, sleeping better. You know, I'm drinking more water. But I was vegetarian then. You know, pescatarian. Then when Arthur became ill, right. God just spoke to me. He wow. Said, Go vegan. And I was like, what? What? I was like, who's talking to me? And I heard it just as clear. As just, just like we talking. Just like we're yeah. talking now. And and not knowing that in 2018 that I was going to be diagnosed with breast cancer. Wow. Yes. So on top of Micah being a seven-year survivor, I am a three-year survivor. So God was getting wow. my body ready to be able to heal through breast cancer. Now, I'm not saying those who eat meat or... I, I understand. I understand. Right. But God told me to let go of it. I was already off chocolate. I only eat cacao or pure dark chocolate because it has been processed. Wow. And I can't do anything with caffeine. You know, Doc, I've never had a Pepsi, a Coke, a Mountain Dew, 
a Dr. Pepper or a cup of coffee in my life. Wow. What? So God said, get off all the sugar. And I was like, what you say? <laughs> <laughs> what? Speaking of sugar, speaking of sugar, Miss Vanessa wants to tell you she loves you, heart hands. That you know what we uh guys, let me tell y'all this. If you want to experience a woman that's serious about her calling and her profession and her people, Dr. Kim, she just a phenomenal woman and 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 through all of this, you birthed a new book, co-signing bad behavior either through omission or commission. I listened to several videos that you put together and I'm like, that book is just fire. That book is fire. What's the inspiration behind your new book project? Well, what happened was I was sitting down listening to a story about an R&B artist and I was contacted by the news to uh, be an expert consultant regarding the story. Okay. And how the mistreatment of women were being done by this R&B artist. Wow. Then I saw what was going on with ministers in the church, and I saw what was going on in our government with our former president. I got sick and tired, and I said, you know, I don't want to be one of those people I could have, should have, would have. Get up, and I wrote, the Lord said, get up and finish the book. I started wow. with Brother Nolan writing some pages about it, but we didn't know what it was going to be called. We didn't know where it was going. Yes, ma'am. ill. And two or three books sitting on, you know, uh, manuscripts to be completed because this is our seventh book. Seven books. Wow, that's awesome. That's and awesome. So this was what inspired it. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired of no one speaking out against co-signing bad behavior. Wow. And I was like, and the Lord said, you know, two years ago, and God will set you up to set you up. You better say that again. Say that again. Hold on. Say God that again. Set you up to set you up. My my nephew preached a sermon. Pastor Austin Humphrey, down in North Carolina, preached a sermon when my building caught fire, and he said, "Auntie and uncle, God will set you up to set you up." You better preach. Further his work. So this book came about through frustration, disappointment, discouragement what was going on in our society. Wow. How I was seeing the abuse, domestic violence, children, marriages. Wow. Oh, it's okay for me to have an affair. You know you have an affair, but your girl is co-signing it. What? Your boy said, you know, tell my wife if she calls you, I'm at the golf course with you. Wow. You know you're still in the ties and offering co-signing. Well, you take 50, I take 50, okay? Co-signing. You know that you're lying on your job and taking credit or an assignment that you had nothing to do with, but other people co-signed it. How about how about how about Mitch McConnell, the minority house leader? How about Mitch McConnell going around to other constituents, said, "Listen, y'all vote against a commission on the yes. January sixth insurrection." Yes, yes. co-signing it, co-signing it. And fear is one of the number one issues. I, I was just about to ask you, if we were playing Family Feud with Steve Harvey, what would be, surveying 100 people, what would be the number one cause for co-signing bad behavior? Fear. Fear. The fear that I'm going to be no longer a part of the old boy or old girl network. I'm going to be found out. I'm going to lose my family. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my position Ooh. in the church. 
as head bishop. Come on now. I'm going to lose my position as elder or treasurer. I'm going to lose my position as president of the company. Fear. So I'm going to Good. Good. You, so you, just, you, you, for you. you went up a notch. When you start talking, you just went up a notch, Dr. Kim. Uh -huh. This thing is and personal, we, ain't it? And we keep it real. And this book wow. is going to, I believe people have been saying this book is going to change a nation. It's going to change a nation. Because when I went in and God gave me the title, I said, what did you say, God? And, and I went and looked on all the internet to see if anyone had written a book about co-signing bad behavior by co Not one. Not, not one. as we would say in Alabama, not now one. Not now one. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, only a God could do this. Only and, God. And, and, you're, and I'm trying to go back and forth with God. I said, well, God, can't we just soften this a little bit? Just soften the title uh -huh. a little bit. He said, so I said do what I told you to do. So, so Doc, help us, Doc, because I'm telling you, you got our attention now. So, so wh where do we go from here? How do we stop? Because we all, I, I said it in the introduction to the show yesterday, we all do it, whether we want to admit it or not. We all do it from parenting, being a husband, wife, friend, relative, constituents, friend. We all are guilty, Doc. Uh, so, so what do we do? How do we stop it? We hold one another accountable. You hold me accountable. I hold myself accountable. I'm saying to you, you're not going to do that. I love you. I'm your friend. I'm your cousin. I'm your sister. I'm your brother. You know, stop it. Stop it right now. I'm calling you out. Accountability. Whether I lose your friendship or not, I'm calling you out. If I lose my job, I'm calling you out. You know, what happened when Jesus walked into the marketplace? He said, you will not make my father you will not turn it into a house of death. You won't do it. Hey, you're not gonna do it. He did he did he, he did he turn him did he turn him up? Co-signing. What happened to King Darius when he put Daniel into the lion's den? He co-signed the bad behavior, and then he he couldn't even sleep. He was lamented all night. He did he toss and turn? Did he toss and turn? Dog. Toss and turn because he co-signed the bad behavior. Wow. He went to get Daniel, and he said King Darius lived forever. And those individuals who lied on Daniel, with them, their family, cousins, aunts, uncles, all before they could even hit the ground, the lions devoured him. Because Daniel said, I will not co-sign bad behavior. He was a man of impeccable integrity. And do you know, and you know, you know what just hit my spirit? And, and Ms. Vanessa kind of touched on it. You know what a lot of people say, and, and touch on this, a lot of people say what Pontius Pilate said, I wash my hands. I wash my hands of it and turn them over to you. He co-signed by what? Omission. <laughs> Come on, dog. Come on, dog. I watch, you know, and that and that, and we believe that frees us of the consequences of co-signature bad behavior. Yeah. We think that absolves us. No, I, I'm washing my hand. You you, you just go on. Go on. Just, you yeah, go. I'll, I'll keep silent, you know, you know, and so uh by commission. Or I'm not. Mm -mm, I'm not saying a word. This has, that has nothing to do with me. But I, you know it's wrong. Yeah, and you, you and 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 we don't. I don't want to go here. But if we could chase a rabbit, because what a lot of um, our light skinned constituents are saying during this whole race thing. Well, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I got black friends. <laughs> okay, let's let's deal with this. All right. So I talk about this in the book. And Girl, I love this. This is good, Doc. I appreciate it. I did the dialogue 
in the platform, and you're going to be on my platform because this thing is going to, God is going to take it to the next level of awareness and consciousness awareness. Because this is what God would not co-sign Lucifer's behavior. You got to go. You got to. Got to go. So if you want to That's do good. drugs, you want to do alcohol, I'll help you get help. We're not going to allow domestic violence to continue in this home. But I will not turn a blind eye to it anymore. Ooh. I won't. Because I'm then co-signing. I was, some, I was in my office yesterday. And two little boys were in my office. Real? Okay, okay. Three and four. <laughs> Excuse me. The three-year-old tore my book up. No. He tore up one of my children's books I've had like 20 years. What? Yes. And I said, come here. He was like, he started crying. I said, your tears do not move me. <laughs> yes, I did. Come on, Dr. And King. looked at me. I said, come with me. I took him to my back office. He sat in my chair. I said, get a tissue. Clean your face. I said, but we're not co-signing this. You tore up my book. Wow. You know, and I did not give you permission. And then I went and got the other brother, brought him back. And I said, we are not having this because this thing has to stop. And I commend the parents who recognize how long they've been co-signing that three-year-old wow. behavior. Wow. This stuff didn't happen overnight. They've been disobeying them for years, all right? And it's just now I'm conditioned to it. Well, they don't listen to me, Dr. Kim. I'm yelling. I'm cursing. I'm high. I said, what are you, why are you, why are you cursing at a three and four-year-old? That's the only way I can get their attention. So the husband, he sits back. I said, so you just going to co-sign her behavior. Ooh. So I called everybody out yesterday. Do Dr. Kim, since so, we right here, since we're on this corner, and, and, and a lot of people kind of differ on this discipline versus different parenting skills. Because when I grew up, I'm 55 next week. My, I, I got whippings. I, I got whippings. I, I'm from the old school. Amen. So so how, how do you coach and counsel parents today dealing with their children uh, versus how we were brought up? How, how do you handle that? You know, they're co-signing the bad behavior. There are individuals who believe in corporal punishment. Yes, ma'am. Little tap on the leg. We're not talking about abuse. Okay. But we are talking about structure. We need to put a structure plan in place. I like that. So that your children understand that they're not running the household. You know, what bills are you paying at three years old? What bills are you paying at 17? But if you don't correct, correct the behavior at two or three, you're going to see this behavior at 17, 18, and Come you on. won't be able to get those children out of your house, okay? Dr. Kim, it, this thing, it, start, it starts down there, right? It starts oh, when they look. The it yeah. starts in the womb. Yeah. You know, and, and you have to be as parents tenacious about how you are going to raise Oh, them. that's a good word. That's you know, a good I, I word. I don't want to enable my children. I said, Aaron and Micah, whoo, thank you, Jesus. When they come home from the holiday, just take a couple of days, get back on that plane, okay? You know, and you know what I used to tell my children when they were little? What'd you, what did you tell them? You are a visitor here. You are a visitor. Don't get let, let, me, let me sip my water. You are a visitor. You have 16, 17 years here, and then you're leaving. And both my girls went off to boarding school, Went on to college and haven't been back since. You that, understand? That's all. Enos, Enos, and the, the the chat's just blowing up. They are just loving you, Doctor Kim. This Praise is Lord, this I is so them. good. Praise this is Lord. so good. We got we got about five more minutes with you because I know you shifted some things to be with us today. So so what's how do we 
as, as we kind of wrap up the interview, this is so good. How do we begin to hold each other accountable? Number one, by seeking God's counsel. It starts with prayer. It starts with your commitment to God and your commitment to saying, I'm going to be accountable to you, Lord. You know, Jesus walked in the garden of Gethsemane. He had to hold himself accountable, even though he didn't want to die. He, yeah, he was said, what did he say, Lord? If you could remove this cup, Lord, please. But in the midst of that, he grieved, he mourned, he begged, you see. But he still was obedient to his father. We must be obedient to God at whatever cost. Sacrifice your own personal needs, your own sex. I'm single. I can't go out here co-signing baby even having sex with people I'm not married to. Who gonna know? God knows. All right now. All right now. I up with an STD. You know, people getting STDs in their 50s and 60s, 70s because they're co-signing each other's behavior. You know, uh, one of the biggest issues today that I'm dealing with is STD, STDs in retirement homes. What? People are single. Hooking up, getting a hookup, doc. They got to get a hookup. Nursinghomehookup.com. Yeah, getting it on. And then wait. Then they say, you know, I got knees, Dr. Kim. I'm awakened again. You better put it back to sleep, okay? Let Jesus put it back to sleep, you know, and stay safe, okay? Oh, my Lord, girl. (laughs) Number one is Jesus Christ. Number one. Number two, you got to have a visionary plan for holding yourself in high standards. We have gotten to a point where our standards have been compromised. That's a good word. That's a good word. That to happen. So with Christ leading, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My standards of excellence. My mother used to tell me not just standards, but standards of excellence. That's right? good. That's Having good. a vision of change. And I'm going to, my husband say, you've got to be your own change agent. You've got to be willing to change. Be open to change. And stop being stubborn. Because that stubbornness is going to destroy you because you're going to continue to co-sign your own bad behavior. That's now, good. Now, one thing is to sign good behavior, your son's graduation, being able to that's you right. know, validate something that's good. Because see, a lot of people, again, fear, and they're looking for validation. That's right. That's good. That's good, so Dr. King. So I co-sign that bad behavior because out of validation. That's good. See. That's and good. And the most important thing is that I have to recognize that my change of action has to lead to effective purpose and outcome. That's good. That is so, you know, you know, you already know you got to come back, right? Oh, yes, I'm coming back. We got to do part two. Oh, this is, this is, Dr. Kim, tell everybody where they can buy, where they can purchase your your new book, Co-Signing Bad Behavior. Yes, it's on every book outlet from Amazon, Target, Walmart, Barnes and Noble, but go to my website. Yes, ma'am. www.drkim, D-R-K-I-M, inspires with an S, dot com. www, and I'll send you an autographed copy with some goodies. And <laughs> you can go right to my website. Yes, ma'am. drkiminspires.com, and we'll get this book out to you right away. Listen, let me let me tell you in front of you and the whole world and the Lord that we love you, okay? Oh. I told I told Ms. Vanessa I gotta come back to Detroit when she approves it. Uh yes. and we're gonna we're gonna go to lunch together. We're gonna take you yes. to a vegan restaurant and yes. we're gonna spend some time with you, okay? I appreciate that. I love you, Ms. Vanessa. I love all your viewers. Thank you for being a support to Dr. Kim and live to be well. And I always say 
You're not living unless you what? Live to be well. <laughs> and we are not signing bad behavior. We're not doing it. Thank you, Dr. Kim. Love you, and we'll see you soon. Part two Thank in a you. couple of months. I'm bringing you back, okay? Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. You guys, was that not awesome? Was that not awesome, guys? I am so excited to announce this. That was just fire. I am so excited to announce this. Um, starting Tuesday, Extraordinary Man Month. June is Men's Month. And I'm going to do a series entitled Extraordinary Man. And I have several men lined up. Um, Joaquin Loper, he and his wife, him and his wife were on our show a couple of months ago. Uh, February, we were talking about black love. And uh, she was on during uh, um, African or uh, Black Women's History Month um, in April. He agreed, and, and when I was sitting in that interview up with Stacy, he agreed to be my lead off hitter Tuesday. I am beyond excited. I do not want y'all to miss men's month we're celebrating men uh him and i were talking uh yesterday and he said dr sam what i'm learning there are a lot of good men out here but they are afraid they're afraid of stereotypes they're afraid uh they've been hurt uh they're afraid to lift their voice and so he said i've learned a lot he said i'm just 40 and I, we are just oh my goodness oh my goodness um it was good. It was good. It, the conversation was good. But anyway, we're going to have a great time, too. But listen, I got to run to a quick commercial. You guys hold tight, and I'll be right back. Hey, now, if you'd like to donate today to the Dr. Walter Sims Show, please donate at Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. Yes, that's Cash App, dollar sign, W-A-L-T-E-R-H. S I M S. That's Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. Guys, do me a favor. We're on our way to a thousand subscribers on our YouTube channel. Please do me a favor. Take a moment to go to drwaltersims.tv. Hit that subscribe button. It only takes about five seconds. And turn on that bell notification, and uh, you'll be alerted when I go live. I, guys, I'm just loving the interaction, loving my talk show, and I appreciate each and every one of you. Guys, 